When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on Pennant Deep, we have a great episode for you guys. First ever recurring guest on Pennant Deep, Luke Fortner, comes in and chats with us for a little bit. And then, of course, we've got Man of the Week. We do that in the first segment. And we look ahead to Mississippi State. Kentucky opened as underdogs. That's now flipped, but, but obviously we had stuff to say about that. As always, like, share, subscribe, tell a friend, be a friend. And retweet the episode for your chance to enter the drawing to win the pennant deep balls for this season. This week's winner goes to at Rose Fan on Twitter. I'm not going to lie. I handpicked that one myself. I saw the Pete Rose Fan. I'm with you. He should be in the Hall of Fame. That's neither here or there. Let's stop rambling. Let's get into the episode. Luke Fortner, Miles Butler, Max Duffy, myself, pennant deep. Let's get into it. So others, mm, so go every time. So others may every time get some. Live from KS Bar and Grill, introducing Pennant Deep with Max Duffy and Miles Butler, presented by Kentucky Sports Radio. Welcome into another edition of Pennant Deep. I am Brent Wainscott on top of KS Bar and Grill on a warm Sunday, October. Uh, afternoon and here with Max Duffy and Miles Butler. Guys, how are you all doing? Enjoy the bye week? Doing great, doing great. It was good to have Miles back in Lexington. We missed him a little bit last weekend, but we're back to our usual regime of me and him just sitting on the couch, watching game after game, finishing beverage after beverage. And that has continued on until a Sunday as per usual. So I feel like I'm back in my groove. I'm back to how it should be. I'm back to my old Kentucky home. It feels good to be back. Another typical Saturday. And Kentucky. you know, you know, Miles is back because he's sitting here drinking yep. possibly the world's largest coffee of all yep. time. The nice. man, the man is about ten percent actual blood in his veins, ninety percent caffeine. I did get coffee too, so I can't begrudge him that much. <laughs> but mine's much more. Are you are you a black coffee drinker? Black only. Don't wow. put anything in it. Nothing. Hot, cold doesn't matter. But yeah. don't put. So a you drop wouldn't of like anything. this. This is like a vanilla. I like it. I just prefer it black. Saves calories, tastes better to me. Usually the coffee is made by Lance too for Miles yep, as well. Lance does a good cup of coffee. He, he's one of those guys though, this is hilarious, that will make a cup of coffee or whatever, a cup of hot tea, whatever you want, and he like quarter fills the cup because he's scared of it like spilling out. Like literally a quarter filled cup. And we, me and Miles had to talk him through one day that the cup is designed to be basically full, not just fill it with a quarter of it. So Actually, that was hilarious. Yep. I was going to say, I'm a, I'm a pretty big coffee drinker as well. I probably do maybe about 24 ounces a day. Wow. You know, and then. Minimum. Uh, yeah. Well, you have to. You go and you get the large from Starbucks. And we talk about Starbucks way too much on the show, by the way. But you go through Starbucks, you get your 24 ounces, and then you you do that in the morning. You do your work. You get through the day. And then it's like 6 o'clock, and you want to go hang, over, hang out over at your uh, your friend's house. But I have a bad tendency of whenever I sit still in a spot for – 
I don't know, maybe an hour, hour 30, out like a light. So yep. it's like I got to have another like Red Bull or something at 630 to carry me all the way to like the end of a basketball Are game. Are you a pumpkin spiced? Game. Yes or no? No. No, oh, hell absolutely no. not. I'll give you something that will keep you awake in, in, in moving. In moving? No, that's not even a word. Just keep you awake. Up and Adam? We haven't even discussed this with you, Brent, and I just thought of it now. And why, what a better time to talk about it than on the show. We were approached, and we're not sure if this is going to be allowed by the man upstairs, a.k.a. Matt Jones. You know, he didn't mean um, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the KSR God. Okay. Um, we, me and Miles got approached at Tin Roof to start doing our shows at Tin Roof live. Ooh. Uh, and they would uh, work out whatever they need to work out for that to happen. But uh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I'm all the way in. Yeah. Well, so we'll have to let the listeners know if that's going to happen. You guys can come down and watch a show or two live. We discussed... With the people, the well, ownership of... Here's what... Here, let me just say this really quick. <laughs> what I don't understand about this show, about you or Drew or whatever, whenever something is being discussed... Like, we, me and Miles were severely intoxicated at the time. <laughs> I okay. was not. So, no, like, I was not. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was, and it was like... So we, I haven't even thought about it until just now. Like, I f- completely forgot we even had the conversation. It's lucky I even remembered the conversation happened. Was this last night? It was... Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Saturday you night. You spoke good English. Yeah. Well, what I was saying was like, I we don't ever find anything like the pint it deep. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, no, never mind. We won't have to get into uh, <laughs> the funny last thing, episode. The funny thing, but you'll understand this just because it's how it always goes. I'm still not finding out until now. Well, yeah. So we were sitting there, and the guy came up, was talking to Max for probably five, ten minutes. He was like, "Your show's great. You're doing a great job with it. Um, if you want to do it here on Sundays, that would be cool." On and on, and finally, Max was like, "Ah, oh, this is Miles, by the way, next to me." <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. The guy perfect. was like, oh, just a random friend you brought along for Here's the night. Here's my yeah. question. Is the guy from Tin Roof, was, does he remember this conversation? Uh, oh, yeah, no doubt. I would think okay, so. Good. What's his name? Yeah, he sent me a text the next day, uh, the next day today. Okay, good. Yeah, so okay. we'll, we'll yeah. Uh, talk we to the will. man upstairs, and then we may be able to reach out to the listeners, and uh, you guys can come watch us do a live show. I think that would be fun just for, like, yeah, the atmosphere at KS Bar is great, but where we do it, it's like we're kind of, like, disconnected from, yeah. which is kind of also how we like it because we have a lot of fans are outside of the show yeah. as well. But I feel like if we did a show in the middle of, like, Tin Roof, and now he said Sunday. He didn't specify at what time. So maybe after a big Kentucky win, 2 a.m. on Sunday. Yep. Yep. Could he, be said, great. he said to be discussed. So there you go. There you go. Here's the man of the week for you. That's Break. our first nomination. Breaking news. Wow. Well. We haven't even talked football because it was the bye week. We enjoyed the bye week. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to do man of the week in the first segment for the first time ever Fantastic. on the show. So, um, Miles, we'll start with you. Who is your nomination for man of the week? And for once, I don't think it's going to be Stoops. It is not. He hasn't done anything this week that I know of that would get him a nomination. Smart um, man. Enjoy the bye week. The middle of the ship, the midshipmen mm. of the Naval Academy, they are my men of the week nominations. Um, Max and I had a little fun yesterday with their game. They played Cincinnati. Um, I think the spread was 28 and a half. Yep. And we looked at each other with the most serious face and said they probably can win the game. Yep. $50 on them to win, to win 600 something. To one. Yep. yep. And we yelled at them the whole day. Did they win? No. no. But they gave Cincinnati a really good game. And that, to me, is impressive. If what you're 28-point dogs and you get within a touchdown, they gave Vegas the bird and said, you aren't even close to what we can do. But out of all the upsets to pick Saturday, yep. you, like, you could have given your man of the week to the Fighting Illini. You could have given them to yeah. Kansas, maybe. You could have given them to uh, – who was, what was the other upset? Iowa State. 
There's a lot uh, of they were the favourites. They, were favorites. they actually true. didn't cover. They actually they, didn't oh, cover. So they, they weren't great. At all. Not impressive at all. And so, and the noon slate was surprisingly really good, though. We also, I mean, we've got to be honest. We've also got the slight bias of wanting us to our the results to go our way, so Kentucky True. can fall into the playoffs. So mm-hmm. we thought the Navy midshipmen was a great opportunity to get rid of Cincinnati, get them out, get not out, in, out, not in, not in, out. See, I felt the same way. I'm I have turned into a big uh, Navy midshipman fan yep. over the last week or two because I did some re- research. You guys know I'm on my football shit all the time. Yep. Found out the longest drive ever in college football yes. history. Came from the Navy yep. Midshipmen, 2004 Emerald Bowl. Yep. So because of that, the ground and pound, I hold it near and dear to my heart, Midshipmen. The longest drive as in like it took them a long time to drive to the location? Yeah, because, well, see that one's difficult because they played that game. Where's the Emerald Bowl? Do you know? Wait, 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 wait. You mean, I thought you meant as an offensive, the time it took to get to the end zone. That is what I'm saying. I'm going along <laughs> well, that's, that's actually funny though as well that you said that, Brent, because yesterday when we were watching the game, Navy was down – I want to say 14 yeah. or 7. Like, let's just say 7. And there was like uh, a quarter and five minutes left. So it was about t- five minutes to go in the third quarter. And they got the ball and Miles said they don't have long enough to win. Like, they just don't. They because don't have time. They don't have enough time because they don't throw it. And they the slow it. Like, and it was so funny because we, we think, like, it's genuinely a tactic of theirs to get a first down and, like, you just want just the first down. Like they actually, they want to take time off the clock. Yep. They threw a ball once yesterday, Let's and not even kidding. The guy got past the first down marker and just went straight down. Like he could have ran for a touchdown, and he went down. It's like, yep, tactics are working perfectly. Just like, drag yeah, like the clock Coach out. Coach always, he's always like, we need chunk plays. They're the opposite. We don't want chunk plays. We want four yards yeah. and stop. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what we were talking about against Georgia two weeks ago. It's literally who can stay awake the longest. Yeah. You know, that's. Yeah. Well, speaking of bets that went sideways and running the ball, running the clock out, I was looking at Wake Forest Army. Uh-huh. I was like, I feel like Army can keep this close. They like to run the ball, run yeah. the clock. You, in you order took for the them. under, didn't you? Yep. <laughs> Did yep. you? Oh, Did you my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> I didn't put a big amount on it. I was just sitting there. I was like, well, you know, it could be fun to, to throw what was it? under. It was 50, and it was done within, like, the first. Yeah, the so total for those 50, that don't check the it scores, the, it was yeah. 126 points yep. in that game. Yep. Unbelievable. What, like, what do you do as a defensive coordinator on Monday after that? You call the plays. Do the Coach Stoops. Remember when Coach Stoops used to walk into on like a Monday and he'd be angry because our defense played bad? And his f- favorite one was, I can call whatever. There's no magic, There's no magic call. call. You call the plays. You call the plays. You call them. There's no magic call. You call them. And he would just do that for about five minutes. He yep. said, I, I can't help you with this. I can't. You call them. Because there's no magic play. Well, spe- speaking of like Colin plays and Brad White, did you guys see where he got left off like the top five coordinators in the that. SEC? Cohen was on there. Cohen was on yeah. there. Oh and wow! I th- honestly, I think you can make a case for both of them being on there. I think so. Yeah. I mean, Georgia's cool. D coordinator was yeah, right has to be there. Number yeah. One. yeah. Um, I've got a nomination for Man of the Week besides the guy from Tin Roof. Yep. Uh, mine would be one of the greatest football franchises. See, I like a lot of football franchises, like a lot of football organizations. Obviously, Kentucky football. Yep. The Rutgers Scarlet Knights, Green one Bay of Packers. my favorites. No, Green Bay's probably not up there, to be honest. <laughs> I know where this um, is headed. I love a lot. I love a lot. This is another one of my favorite teams, Arkansas Pine yep. Bluff. <laughs> oh, big covered, guy. Covered by – I've actually been to Arkansas Pine Bluff. That's not even kidding. I've For been what? to the campus. They were recruiting they recruited a punter. You. No, they were, recruiting, <laughs> they were recruiting a punter from Australia, and I had to go there and talk to the coordinator for a little bit about the guy they were getting, and we're making sure it was all sweet. When did you do that? Unbel- uh, like two Julys ago. He couldn't have called you? 
uh, so we were driving through, like we were kind of somewhat in the area. The Australian guys were driving around, and okay. we we're like, "We'll come see you real quick." It was me and the the guy that God. runs out. How thing. was the campus? Uh, unbelievable, and I don't w- believe that. There's nothing in our. No, nah, it was nothing. It was just <laughs> cornfields, and then there was like one football field in the middle of cornfields. Um, but they covered by 17. So the spread was 59 and a half, and they lost by 42. Absolutely destroyed Vegas. Not even close. Put some respect on Arkansas Pine Bluff's name against what's, Arkansas. Uh, what's their mascot? Um, it's they're got they're it. red and no, they're yellow and black. Yep. Yep. Um, I want to say that they're like a hornet or something. Golden no, lions. That's the one. And yeah, yeah, yeah. their women's teams are the golden lady lions. Oh, nice. nice. So they Not do lionesses. Nice, yeah, no. Yep. Yeah, didn't, cool. just, they didn't know what a lioness was. I think they just said lady lions. One of the interesting which would be non-surprising for people from Arkansas Pine Bluff, to be honest. One of the interesting things I've learned about you guys, though, is when most people have secondary teams, they're like, well, you know, if if Kentucky wasn't – or if like, Kentucky's in the SEC, I could choose a, like, a Big Ten team. I could I choose – Rutgers, Scarlet I, well, Knights. I'd take a bullet they, for Greg Schiano. So that's – well – that's what I'm saying. I'd take 10 for Mark Stoops. I'd take one bullet from Greg Shiano. Most people Greg would Shiano. pick, like, I don't know, like Oregon or something like that. Nope, you guys. Arkansas, yeah. Pine Bluff, yeah. Yeah. Rutgers, yeah. Navy. Yeah. Love it. Love it. It was a big military day yesterday. We thought the three military teams were going to get yeah. over the line. They all got beaten. <laughs> Listen, it was because I texted you all in the group. I was like, man, this noon slate, and this was like at 11.55. Yeah. And I said, this noon slate sucks. Could be the worst of all time. Turned out to be a pretty and, good one. Well, and 100%. The clunker Saturday where everybody has their buys. Yeah. Yep. Everybody falls asleep. Penn State fell asleep. Yeah. Yep. Well, Ohio. Kansas almost beat Oklahoma. Yep. Yep. That was what was the line on? I think it was thirty-eight. Yeah, thirty-eight. That would have been one of the biggest upsets yeah. of all time. Well, so, Ma- Max was furious because I didn't appreciate the military because we had like three military games going on yep. in the noon slate. And you said, uh, "Why would you bet on Navy?" And we said, "I did not say that." Disrespectful. I did you not were, say that. You were nope. talking like you were a Japanese nope. in the nineteen forties. Nope. Um, so no, let's talk about the games that did happen in the SEC real quick before we get to Luke Fortner, who is going to be our Can I put guest. in my man of the week? Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. I thought you did. Well, no. Well, I mean, uh. I'll keep this one short. This is more of like an honorary one. Okay. She's not a man. She is my mother. Her birthday is today. So, happy birthday, oh, wow. Mom. You are our woe man of the week. So, shout out to my mom. Woe man. Congratulations. Woman. Thank on you. Woman. Just say woman. Wom- woman. Congratulations woman. on getting through for another year. Yep. Lovely lady. Yep. Yet to have met her yet. She, I'm sure she'd love to come on the show. She could have come on the show for the birthday. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, so, the games that did happen real quick. We picked all. We said Ole Miss was going to cover, and they did. That was a lack of a lifetime. The thing is, though, now it's starting to get to that end of the season, that end of the season, that point of the season, where I'm starting to watch games, and all I care about now, though, is the result happening that helps Kentucky the most. And so what, even though I really like Ole Miss and like and Kiffin, Kiffin and all that, yep. um, it would have been great to see them lose just because it would have cemented our spot probably in the top ten. And then, like, results like Alabama losing to Tennessee would have been huge for us. Yeah. They covered as well. Uh, Mississippi State got it done against Vandy. And uh, Texas A&M smacked South Carolina. So, was there anything interesting we found in those results? Or were they all went the way we thought? I Well, well result-wise, it doesn't matter. I think, yeah, pretty okay. boring. But the Ole Miss, the, uh, the red carpet they rolled out for Archie. Sorry, we're just getting a call from Luke Fortner real quick. Luke. Put him in live. You're on live here. Just uh, walk around to the side uh, right now, um, tilt to kilt, and we'll let you in. Just give me 10 seconds. There's a, bo- there's a door with KSR on it. There's a guy also cleaning the windows. Cool. You mean near tilt to kilt or around the side? Yeah, around the side. I'll come and get you right now. Okay. All right, bye. All right, I'm going to get him. Go get him. We Go can keep him. rolling while he's going. Yep, we can. Uh, 
How's life been, Brent? Pretty good. Want to elaborate? I did not say this earlier. Love my mom. Great. I'm oh. happy that she's having another year of I life. I love my mom as well. Love my mom. So I, I, for, for her name, I want everyone on Facebook, shout her out. I actually know that might not be a good idea because there's, you know, Facebook yep. moms, there's some yep. bad pictures there's of some, me on there. Okay. So keep yep. those off. Yep. Uh, you don't want any middle school pictures coming back up? Yep. No. Well, I mean, even pictures from like a now. year ago. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday. Now. You don't yep. want anything out. Agreed. Yep. yep. Luke, We're Luke Fortner. About my mom's Welcome Facebook. in. Welcome in. I think we got to. You look good. <laughs> we're going. We're getting the dinner. Did you did you break the equipment? All right. That's good. Oh, let's oh, get to Luke. We're back. Yep. Let's get to Luke. Right. All right. The man who just walked right in here, Luke Fortner. How you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me, guys. Luke, I must say, you've never been the most stylish man of all time, but you've walked in here looking absolutely dapping today. Which goes along with the trend that I've talked to Eli Cox a lot. Mm-hmm. You ga- like your, what, what would I even he call it? it Uniform drip. drip game drip has rip. gone through the roof. You wear a visor now. You've got the, the elbow guards on, which are unbelievable because they make you look massive. What, what's, what's happened? Well, you stepped it up. Uh, I've just gotten injured quite a few times. So I hurt my elbow, right? Yep. So I've had to put the elbow sleeves on. Which okay. make your biceps look huge, well, by the way. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And then I got poked in the eye. So yeah. I had to put a visor on. And so now I have to wear a towel because I'm a center. So it's all accidental. Yeah, uh-huh. completely accidental. He looks like Nothing LeBron when he had the mask. <laughs> That's what you look like. Can we ever get to a stage where you'll start doing like an arm sleeve or maybe like an eye black that like makes you look like a warrior or yeah, something like that? I think like eye that? black's the next step. Yeah, that's okay. the next yeah. So. Well, how are you liking the visor, by the way? It's awful. Is it? Uh, it's just so sweaty and so disgusting. When, and, yeah. the, when the coaches started like experimenting with them during COVID and they would get real hot and sweaty and that, it would fog up. Do the, does the visors do that? Yeah. So like you'd be struggling to see sometimes, yeah, right? So it helps because it's been like kind of cold out. You know, like the first few games of the season, it would have been awful. Yeah. But now it's not nearly as bad. But how, it, it gets – because I, like, drip sweat on it when I get my stance. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. And, like, how, lo- how long you got to stick with it for? I mean, I'll probably wear it for the rest of the year just because I almost got my eye poked out. Now I just think about it all the time. Couldn't you just do, like, rec specs? Why don't you just do rec I specs? I could. I could do the <laughs> picture, like, D squared. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do that next time and see how that Why looks. Why did he ever put those on, by the way? Oh, so I don't know if I should tell you this, but I'm sure he won't mind. But he uh. can't see. Like he's blind. He he's basically blind. He's, like, he's Jameis Winston. He basically was like, I I struggle to see the signals on the sideline. So imagine how yeah. good he would be <laughs> if he could actually if he could actually see. Open, he's yeah. been this good without being able to and see. He's this just whole been time. making it up the yep. whole time, and he's been incredible. Imagine if he actually knew what he was doing. Wait, has he been wearing contacts the whole time? Because I still no. haven't seen him wear the rec specs in uh, in the regular game. No, so he has like glasses, but he doesn't wear them during football. So he just goes without being able to see. Imagine if he could see the ball. Yeah, I mean, he got the strip so sack good. against LSU. That's what I'm I saying, mean. and he just, like, guessed. You know what I mean? That's hilarious. It makes sense that he plays so, defense, though. So he tried the rec specs, and then the game came, and he's like, no, I'm good. What? Yeah, because I bet you he just thinks he looks silly. Well, like, there's no actual practical reason. Correct. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. There's a bit of uniform yeah. for, to start yeah. it off. Scoop. Add that to the scouting report. Like, Mississippi State's like, by the way, one of their linebackers actually blind. Can't yeah. see it, yeah. yeah. Can't even see, see. Um, what have you been up to on the bye week, Luke? We're obviously uh, chatting on the yep. Sunday uh, during the bye week. What have you been up to? I went to my brother's game at, at BGSU. Oh, another favorite team of ours, Bowling, Bowling Green. Green yep. They played Eastern Michigan and got smacked. Just <laughs> absolutely annihilated. So here was my gripe with Luke. So Luke's brother plays at Bowling Green. They beat Minnesota this year. And Luke just didn't think to tell any of us that they were a chance to beat Minnesota when they were like 38-point underdogs. 
Yeah, I'll, I don't think they had thought they had any chance either. So <laughs> I'm, they're, they're like two and six now, and they got absolutely smacked by Eastern Michigan. So hopefully they win a few more games for. Do you ever have any like? Is there any brother jealousy of like you got to the big program and he's at Bowling Green, which is a great program? But like, is there anything of like he asks? He's like, man, I'm so jealous of that or whatever. You'd have to ask him. Uh, you never, you never just rub it in. I've definitely like said things, and then he's been like. We don't have that. And I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. Like, what's we an talk example? About, of like, for like example, that. Like, like food, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> basic water, well, yeah, but housing, like the, <laughs> like the the DoorDash or the Mucho we used to have, right? right? Oh. How we get meals, and he'd be like, that yeah, seems cool, yeah. you know. Like, we've been asking as you started talking about food, which is always an O lineman great thing. We've been <laughs> asking every single O lineman that's come in here, which has just been Eli, to be honest. Um, <laughs> how the the Sunday nights at Malone's have been going with the Will? So good. How, how is it? Absolutely incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And they what do you order? like the stoop steak, of okay. course. Wow. Uh, and I usually get like two sushi rolls before that. Wow. And then I get like something to go. Maybe another so sushi roll. I need another. Do you do the cake? Like, yeah, do you, you get like? dessert? No, I don't like the chocolate cake. It's too much chocolate. It's too big? Yep. Uh, cheesecake or the cookie. Oof. Incredible. Yeah. If you had to like estimate, because you're a very good man with math, um, how much the bill would come to by the end of the night. What what do you think it's been sitting at? So there's nine of us, right? Yeah. And we all usually get either the Stoops or maybe the Randall Cobb or yeah. one of those It'd big sticks. It'd be $1,000. So it would – Minimum. Easily. It would easily be $1,000, right? Do you yeah. hypothetically – or can drinks be added or no? I don't know if they've pushed that. I don't know if they wanted to push <laughs> so that it's yet. Probably, it's probably, what, like 1500 bucks <laughs> at least then. Yeah, I would, I would definitely think it's Jeez. upwards of 1200 yep. Oh, well, go. come play what uh, offensive line at Kentucky. Did you get up into yes. anything else in the bye week? Nothing too special. No, okay. that's about it. Hung out with wow. family. Oh, that's a good week. Yeah. Didn't you two used to do a podcast together? You guys did, right? Like Me and Luke? Yeah. yeah we're, 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 <laughs> you're this o- you're only here because I quit, Brent. I'm sorry. I, I figured, <laughs> look, we've talked about this numerous times. Like, I'm – it's a thousand wonders how so I'm sitting here right now. We did, we did during the height of COVID, we did social total distancing. Right. STD was in the name. I think I remember and, that. And it was great show. We were just so bored in the house. Um, and we got, I think we even ended up, I remember, I was looking back at it the other day, we ended up doing a Hunger Games of all mm-hmm. the position groups and yep, stuff. Yep, I remember that. And yep. We, yep. we said AJ Rose was going to win it because he was a Cub Scout. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is so funny, it's, but that's actually where this show kind of started. Uh, yeah, well, it's so fitting that like the first name was STD because like when it was just you two and like we were trying to th- to think of a name before Pin It Deep, you guys were pushing really hard. Once we decided I was going to be on there for uh, two players, one fan. Yeah. <laughs> yep. so, so I'm glad we uh, well, landed on Pin It. Deep. I still think that was a better and, name, but it's, it's you come up with whatever you want to call it. It's in the people listening. You just make up your own mind what this means. But we still, in our group chat on iPhone, it's still TBC, TBC. podcast. <laughs> yeah. So What the TBC you, stands yeah, for is go, up to you. Yeah, you well, go for confused. It. Well, no, but remember what ours was going to be was T-D-B-M-P. You remember that one? Uh, I, I don't. But <laughs> no, I, I, I do we'll ask you once we get up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, hey, anyway, by the anyway, way, yeah. as we do uh, for some reason weekly, because you seem to come up in all of our conversations, um, shout out to your girlfriend, Emma, by the way, who yeah. loves, <laughs> loves to text me every single time she comes up on the show. She asked me to shout her out, so there you go. So now, now you get a text. Oh, there you go, Emma. Now you can be happy. All right, let's get to some proper football talk. How, okay. How's the season gone so far, Luke? Uh, how's the new offense going? Give us a good spiel that you know we'll want to hear. <laughs> yeah, it's going great. I mean, uh, six and one, uh, like you said on your last podcast, we'd like to be seven and zero, oh, but we're not going to talk about that. But six and one, and 
Uh, Will has been playing incredible lately in these past few games, and so the offense has been rolling really well. Uh, obviously, Chris Rodriguez is really good at football, yep. and Wondell <laughs> Robinson is not bad either. Yeah. So Pretty solid. Uh, offense has been rolling really well, and defense has been um, playing really good ball under Coach White. Even with a few defensive injuries, I thought they played pretty well against Georgia, uh, and we're looking forward to the next few games of the season. I thought you all hung around real, really well against Georgia. Like you said, I thought Will played one of his best games. I know you only scored really 14, good. or was it 13, 14, 13, because they blocked the extra point. Yeah. Um, what was that last drive like? What did you think? Well, I didn't realize it was 22 plays until yes. after mm. the game. Yeah. And they were like, that was that 22 plays. I was like, whoa, it did not feel like 22 plays. But, yeah, I mean, that last drive was good. And whatever Coach Stoops' reason was for scoring that last touchdown, it, it was definitely – What do you think it was? It was definitely good for the offense to Definitely to good for his bank account, too. Yeah, good yeah. for the cover. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, I wouldn't know, you know. Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't know what those lines Let's are. Let's be honest. Stoops is trying to make a playoff push. Let's, uh, that's all it is. Give us 30 seconds on, like, how good that defense is in general for Georgia and yeah. specifically the D-line. The big boy. Yeah, I mean, you could you could easily take any one of those players and put them on an NFL roster and they wouldn't stick out. And they probably I mean? will next year. Absolutely, yeah. Know, yeah. And I think, uh, obviously, the big boy is pretty good. I think uh, 88, Carter, his backup, is – <laughs> going to be better than he is this year. <laughs> next year. I think next that's year he's going to be better. So. Really scary. Well, that's good to know. Who yeah. did you – you mainly went up against Davis for most of the game? Uh, so, he was kind of like a two-down guy, and then he'd go out. So, him and then 88 and uh, 95 Wyatt. So, yeah, those three inside guys. I'm actually kind of curious about this. How were those guys at Trash Talk? I bet, like, they had to be nasty, right? Uh, no, they were pretty – I mean, they didn't really say much until – unless you said something, you know what I mean? I mean, they were kind of like – they were confident, and they were – you it's know, like they the knew they were good. You know what I mean? They didn't really feel like they to, had the – It's like the Tim Duncan well, trash talk when he'd be yeah. like, get a rebound, he'd be like, bored. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, you said – I think you said the same thing to me last year when we played Bama. Like, it's just so good they don't really need to trash talk. They don't right, talk. Right. They just, they're just yeah. like, well, we win a lot of games. Yeah, What do you want to talk about? Right, and it's so much easier to respect someone like that. You know what I mean? Who's yeah. the worst team at trash talking? Like, who talks the most like, trash? Like, degrades you? No, I, I, this is, I want to do two questions. Who is the best at it and who is the worst at it? And then, like, who does it the most? The best at trash talking, um, I would say K.J. Britt from Auburn last year was really good at it. Yeah. He just Nick got Bolton your was skin. good from Missouri. Yeah. Nick Bolton was really good. Yeah. Grant gave uh, him, probably fed him a couple lines. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and those two were good because they were actually hard to block. Like, they'd say you can't block me, and they were like – you're like, and they were yeah, right. You're right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Some of the time, you're right. Yeah. Um, and then the worst at trash talking. I don't know if anyone. Most people don't trash talk if they're not good at it. Yeah. I want to stack to the Georgia game just for 30 more seconds. You completely whiffed on the block that would have had a touchdown for Chris Rodriguez. What happened? <laughs> I'm glad you asked it, not me. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, well, you know, you know who was behind me, right? DK? Eli Cox. Oh, was he? Yeah, I saw no, that too. No, I'm just kidding. But, no, it was, it's a good point. We, we were running out there, and we were actually early on that. So we have a couple of plays that were kind of like that, but the timing's different. And so we just forgot the timing was later on that play. And so we ran out there, and we were ready, and then no one was out there because yeah. they were playing man. And we'd practice it against zone in practice. And I was going to say because it was like three under one dude, really. should have been. Right. So, yeah. like – the guy who motioned across brought someone with him, right? And so I saw him go by, and I'm kind of, like, looking around, like, what am I supposed to do? And I turn around, and it's just like, oh, 
And then you had one that you blocked really well. Right. And Justin Rieger is just the world's slowest man. <laughs> and if, if he still wasn't tackled, I'm sure, I'm sure he wouldn't have even made the end zone by now. Yeah. And it's been a week. Yeah, Justin is all reliable. He's always <laughs> he's going to go forward no matter what, but he's not going to go there very fast. Um, and then lastly, you mentioned it real quick. How like as from a player's mentality, everyone was like, "Oh, it was a great effort against Georgia and all that." It sucks losing, right? And we it's wanted awful. to win that game. Yeah, it's no one's like, "Oh, good job, guys!" Like it's just like we lost. Yeah, and you want to you want to beat won. the number one yeah. team in the country, like because you want to be it. Correct. My I think question. that was a – yeah, <laughs> good question. Did you like losing? No. Well, I know, but it just – it frustrated me during the week because, like, you listen to some of, like, the radio shows or whatever, or we even talked about it, and we were like, oh, we, we were good. We put in good efforts. Like, we lost by 17 points. Like, we don't want to be known as being well, good for losing by 17 and points. And that's right. not coach speak either. Like, the whole soups, there's no moral victories. There actually isn't in the locker room. No. Well, the, what I was telling Max is, is, like, from the radio perspective, like, we still got to look at it from a point of view is, like, we've never been here before. Like, we know we're going to get there again. Yes, it sucks now, but like, we're and you still gotta like. I mean, you don't. People's not gonna tune in if you're just like, oh yeah, that sucked. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> yeah, you gotta true, give them true. some sort of positive. It's true, and I do so. think like there have been moral victories in the past for us. Yeah. Like, yes, four years ago, you know what I mean. Agreed. If that game would happen, that's absolutely 100 percent a moral victory. Yeah. It's but like I think Florida we're just, in the swamp 2014. Yeah, yeah I think oh, yeah, we're just agreed. at the stage that there aren't moral victories anymore no. because yep. we feel like we should be playing those teams and beating those teams. That's you know a good I mean? thing, though. 100%. Yeah. yeah, of course. And if things go right, I mean, we've still got that small glimmer of hope of a playoff chance. So you're right telling now. me SEC. there's a chance. So um, I don't think it's small, by the way. I think it's greater than people think. Yeah, because you love to look ahead and just say that you're going to put five in the bank, the next five. So we're 11-1. and one. We have yeah. a chance, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that's how you lose games, but I'm not sure. Yeah. It's – it's the bye week. After your loss to Georgia, do you guys take a week, like basically mentally take a week off and be like, oh, you're like, yeah, now it's time to recharge, refresh, like let's put Mississippi State on Monday? Or is it like after the loss you guys are already hung- hungry and ready for Mississippi State? Yeah, usually with the bye week we usually just like spread it out, right? So instead of packing so much information and working so many different looks and practice in one week, you know, we'll just spread it out over two so that – when next week rolls around, by the end of the week, we'll be working on the really fine details, you know what I mean, instead of just trying to get all the info and all the looks in. So that's why the bye week's huge. And I think the fact that we're – I wouldn't know anything about betting lines, but okay. I believe we're underdogs. No, right? we're not. We're, we're, not it's anymore. actually changed. It already changed. Yeah, we're already right changed. Yeah. Yeah. We're one point favorites that, now. The fact that we came out as underdogs I think is huge, Yeah. right, because Underdog. it just is yeah. so much easier to, like, be motivated when you see that. Stoops will use that so Absolutely. well, too. I was about to say, talk about how Stoops does that. Does he, like, obviously he doesn't use the betting lines, but, like, does he, do you guys catch a wind of that and use that in meetings and be like, hey, like, there's, we are 6-1, 12th in the country, and they're saying we're underdogs to a 4-3 and three Mississippi State team? Yeah, absolutely. I think anytime you know, anyone in the national media, right, says that we won't win the game or a game, you know, they use it as motivation because it works, and, like, when we come out as underdogs, I think you're going to see through the week people pick Mississippi State, and I think that's going to be big for us and our motivation going into the game. We don't watch a whole lot of tape on this show. We don't really go into the X's and O's. Where can we get better as an offense? Like Because Will's plays come – it seems like it's got better every week. Mm-hmm. Where can we get better as an offense in these last five games and then bowl game or whatever's next after that? Yeah, so I – Watch more tape than you, but you called me out last week. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think I'll just speak for the O line. 
uh, I think, you know, we can do a better job protecting Will. And we could have got him some more time last week. And I think we're going to do a better job this week, but it's obviously always tough. And then I think just consistency when it comes to the run game, right? Like against LSU, we had a ton of rips where Chris or Smoke went up the middle, right? But I think we can get to a point where that's happening every play, and I don't think we're quite there yet, and I think we'll get there. On the bye week, I always wonder this. Do you all put new plays in? Uh, some, type, some people do. I know we have in the past, and I know – we haven't necessarily put new plays in this week, but we've definitely revisited some stuff that we haven't, you know, maybe we put in the camp or yep. that we ran in the beginning of the season and not so much anymore. Um, and I don't know if that's specific to Mississippi State or just, you know, as a refresher because we have the time now. How's it been getting plays in the huddle? And, like, obviously we used to just signal them in. Which one do you like better? And how's it been? How's all that been working? I actually like the huddle better. I feel like you can, like, communicate with everybody and, like, everyone can be like, all right, like, calm down, like, it's okay, like, don't worry about it, or you'll get it next time, or, you know, you can say good catch or good run, whereas, like, when you're just sitting there and looking at the sidelines, you can only really talk to the person next to you, you know what I mean? You can't really, like, Yeah, which used to be Drake, which wouldn't be good. <laughs> right, right. And he's just trying to, like, look over people because he's too short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's so, true. I don't know how um, – how much you guys have looked at Mississippi State yet, but during your time at Kentucky, Mississippi State's had some guys on defense that have just been stars in the Simmons, SEC. Sweat. Sweat. Yep. Yep. Sweat, mm -hmm. sweat, sweat. Well, especially in that 2018 team, they were like, oh, this is like an NFL defense. Obviously, Kentucky goes out and just, you know, wipes Wall the floor with them. them. Yep. Um, so, I know they've kind of gone to the air raid offense being their kind of M.O. Mm -hmm. under Leach. But I wouldn't say kind of. Well, like they full on said, we're not running it. Yeah, they're all in. They wear all the way. But in. it doesn't work all the time. But correct. Uh, well, anyways, my question <laughs> is: Have you seen anyone on Mississippi State's defense that sticks out that maybe the fans don't know about? Who'd be like, hey, this person could actually make a huge difference in the game? Or have you guys not gotten to that point yet? No, we've definitely State? watched quite a f bit of tape and and seen some of those guys. And I don't know if there's, you know, I don't want to come to regret saying this. Uh, there's not necessarily one guy, but the thing with Mississippi State is they've always had really solid guys on the D-line. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. just big dudes who know how to play football, right? You know, obviously they've had the Jeffrey Simmons, the Montez Sweat, but the guys after that, you know, did they drop off a little bit? Yeah, but not much because they're always really strong dudes, big guys that, uh, you know, if you don't come with everything you got, you know, they'll, they'll make you look like a fool. Uh, so I don't know that there's anyone who's like – you know, NFL, first round, bound next year, knock on wood, right? Mm -hmm. But they're all pretty good football players for La sure. Last time we went down to Starkville, we were being carried by the worst QBR-rated quarterback <laughs> in the history of college football um, who had a broken wrist, a dislocated shoulder, and um, severe intellectual disabilities. Um, Sawyer Smith. Are we more confident going in this time? And uh, what, how, what are our thoughts on Mississippi State this week? Yeah, I think – so if I recall correctly, that game came after that Florida loss. Is yep. that correct? Yes. Yeah. So, obviously, we're probably feeling a little better than that. Um, that game was hot, too. It's hard to play in Starkville. You know, you're in the middle of nowhere. Uh, you know, it's just a tough environment. Like when we went to Cowbells. Georgia – you know, we went to Athens. We stayed in a nice hotel, had incredible food. You know, when you go to Starkville, it's not quite the same, no. right? <laughs> and, you're in a Hampton Inn. Yeah, exactly. And there's the cowbells, yeah. and it's just a hostile environment. It really is. And obviously, we haven't played well in the past there. But I think we'll be ready to play, and I think it's going to be a good game. We had him on the show. So for those of you that listen to every show, Aaron Clark from Clark Family Farms, the greatest beef in Lexington. 
Um, has Coach Stoops thought about bringing him in to talk about the cowbells and how to deal with them, his cow expertise? I think Coach Stoops listened to the whole episode and heard that he knows nothing about actual cows. <laughs> and so he was like, forget it, we're not having them on. Uh, all right. Do you remember the last time you guys went down to Starkville after a bye week? I don't. Do you know what year that was? 2017. Um, yes, I do. That was an awful game. <laughs> um, so what's, what's different about going down there this time on the bye than – this, like the last time. Well, yeah, I was going to mindset change. I was going to say as well um, because everyone wants us to ask this question, even yeah. though we know what you're going to say. How how are we going to deal with not having the letdown after losing and then the perfect season's done? Yeah, I just think the the players are different, right? Like, not that we had bad players, but everyone on this team, I think, knows. You know, there's a line between, like you said, right? You we all know that we could go in eleven one. Right, we all know that that's a possibility, yep. and you have to have a fine line of knowing that's a possibility and also not looking ahead, right? And so I think just the fact that we know it's a possibility is going to give everyone that extra motivation they need each week. Like this week, it's like the only way to get to eleven and one, right, is to get to seven and one. And so I think that's the difference between now and Lance would back you up with that math. That's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. you know you, you, do you know how you eat an elephant? Have you ever heard this? Uh, how's that? One bite at a time. <laughs> When did you tell me that? <laughs> the you greatest quote. That's the, that's my dad's. It's he's it is. It's not one bad. bite at a time. I don't remember where you told me this before, but it was like in the most hilarious circumstance. Probably in a circumstance where it didn't even apply. I, don't, yep. I, I like don't throwing in quotes. I don't condone the apply. eating of elephants, by the way. By the way, okay, the fact that Coach Dupes came out and said he didn't say burn the ships <laughs> I know. is ridiculous. Because he said it 50 times. Because he? he said it multiple <laughs> times. So I don't know if it was just like a subconscious, like what he was listening to or reading before that, that it just like slipped into his speech. So – Mentally, what got you more ready to play? Burn the ships or Batman? Because it was Batman on Monday night. Burn the ships. It's like a historical reference. I loved it. I loved it so much. What was Batman? Oh, he played the Dark Knight Rises for us in the team room. (laughs) The entire movie? No. Well, (laughs) (laughs) the scene where he climbs out of the prison with no rope. Yep, no rope. He said no rope. Yeah, yeah, we talked about this a little bit. Unbelievable. Um, Now, we'll get away from football for a little bit. Your personal life. Probably not going to get too much into your relationship status or anything <laughs> like that. You to. But your personal life in terms of you're Hanging about to complete your 55th master's degree. Okay. How's that going? And what, do you, what are you doing? Tell the listeners what you're doing right now. Uh, right now, I'm working on my MBA. Yep. Uh, it's going really well. Um, Celtics next year? Or? <laughs> yeah, I'm a Cavaliers fan. Yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. so. gotcha. But uh, it's going really well and... You know, taking classes, and it's a lot more group work than engineering was. Engineering, there well, was just You've already got a master's in, and well, I always get it wrong, right? So I have all the credits for my mechanical engineering master's, okay. and I have to defend my thesis. Okay. Defend it? Yeah. Like a goalie? Just, like just, good just luck like, with getting through yep, you. square yeah. up with, yep. So when will, you, when will you have that master's degree? Hopefully by the end of December. Oh, so you'll get two, really? Will you ha- and do you have to walk twice then? I, I mean, I... <laughs> <laughs> like walk a lap Yeah, around. just a lap. <laughs> you should I run. could, but I probably won't, yeah. That's cool. And so what's a, so for the people that are listening, what are you planning on doing? Obviously, we would love for you to go to the NFL, and hopefully that is something that's on the horizon. Once that's done, what are you wanting to do with your life? No clue. He Podcasting. Wants to he wants <laughs> to do <laughs> Pinnett Pick Brett back up yep. and come back. Test tape. Tape me back off. STD podcast is coming back. Oh, that's good. That's really good. No, but really a good run with you guys. You've got till uh, hope. I mean, I guess it depends how far I make it. What do you mean? What, if you're still alive, 
Yeah, well, both. I mean, you have I been, mean, yeah, you have been on the team for quite um, a while. Yeah, correct. You're the first guest we've had on that's older than Max. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is that actually true? And why less hair. Did you actually? guys know that Max does not shower? What? Ever. What? That's not true. Not true. Okay, sorry. He doesn't wash his hair. My fault. Correct. Big difference. Yeah, Never I'm washes not, his hair. I don't like washing my hair because it gets all fluffy and churchy looking. Churchy? churchy. Like, you know, like What's when wrong you with go church, Max? Nothing, What's wrong with church? No, it's, it's a look. It's a look. So on Sundays when you go to church, your hair's all fluffy and nice and like combed over and that, and you just look like you're like a really nice boy. When's the last time I ain't about being, church? I'm not the nice guy. So nah, I don't nah, like nah. that fluffy look. So you're trying to be like the rogue, like bad boy. When's the last time you've washed your hair? Oh, God. it's just I get like I get a haircut. So never, so never? I don't really wash it. Do you like, put water on it? Yeah, I hop in the you shower. I just don't put soap no shampoo. Through it. When yeah. have, when's the last time you put shampoo in your hair? I've when noticed, Sawyer Smith used to throw it at me in the showers all the time. I have been noticing little <laughs> so white like flakes <laughs> on your sweater. No, like little white flakes on your sweater. <laughs> so like two years ago is the last time you washed your hair. I will not. Pardon? Two years ago is the last time you washed your hair. Listen, yes. I, I will say this though. Since I've started growing my hair out, I've gone from washing. And I've heard washing your hair every day is bad for your hair. So I've no seriously, it's like it. I've heard that too. Well, you, he watches it a lot. Though. Look how his <laughs> is going. Yeah, his is not great. So I've gone to maybe once every other day or every two days, but I could yeah, not that, imagine. I mean, that makes sense. I couldn't right? imagine going ever. I wish we had Coach Stoops on here for this talk too. He'd be a good one to ask about the <laughs> so hair. Would though. he? <laughs> um, I can't believe this. Actually, what was just said. The three of you. Well, actually, you don't shampoo your hair every day. No, no, it's bad for it. No, I don't do that either, Miles. Well, I, when gotta, I sweat, when I go to practice, I do, right? If I sweat, right, yeah. I wash it, right? Yep. But, like, this is my argument as well, though. To a certain extent, if you're in the shower, like, you are washing it because there's water going through it. I'm just not but using actual shampoo. No, a I, I will say a this. very clear difference. You don't run a toothbrush underwater. <laughs> Make a pull. Make it. it a pull. Yeah. Make it a pull. We will. Okay. We will. I have you been here, though. We will. I have heard, though, that if you, if you break the cycle of, like, not washing your hair for, like, two or three months – it goes from like greasy to like your hair naturally like replenishes like the oils no. and then it's yep. like it naturally yep, does that, it itself. Yeah, that was that was my that. Uh, okay. That but even that. even that would be fine. Even if it was two months, okay, it'd still be a little odd. But we could talk about it. But two years? Yeah, That's, but it's take take your hat off real quick. I want to see what it looks like. No, now. it looks good. That's I mean, I, it, looks it looks churchy. okay. It looks like it works. <laughs> okay. Um, which is great because we've had one cow episode and now we've had a hair washing episode. Um, <laughs> let's you got get the back wrong guess for that. On, yeah. <laughs> let's get back on track just a touch. Talk about why you came to Kentucky, your recruiting and all this. Because we didn't get it. When we did the preseason, preseason, the preview, mm-hmm. we didn't really talk, ask you many personal questions. We exactly. just kind of asked you football. So talk about how you got recruited by Kentucky, what other teams were sniffing around and how that all came to fruition. Yeah, so I – was I like lived in the middle of the Big Ten, right? I lived like 45 minutes from Ann Arbor, uh, two hours from Columbus. Uh, visited like Northwestern, Indiana, Purdue, all those. Slovenia, schools. right? Slovenia, Ohio. Sylv- Sylvania, yeah. Sylvania, Sylvania. Yeah, yeah, it's like 10 minutes west of Toledo. Funny story, real quick. I when Luke told me that he used to live in Slovenia, I thought he actually lived in Europe for a long time, and it literally took me till he'd been. I'd lived with him for about a year until I worked out he meant Ohio. I literally thought it was Europe. You thought he was from Europe. <laughs> I just thought he was like, when I, because like he's an educated, cultured man. I just thought, well, this makes sense because he lived in Europe for like three or four years, obviously back in the day, and then he's come back here. You know what that says about you? You know what that says about you? You've never lived in Europe, so you must not be educated. He's been. He has been. He has been. I haven't lived. I'm sorry. Continue. Okay. Anyway, yeah. 
and so I was like huge into the Big Ten schools. I had an offer from Maryland, and then most of the MAC schools, Cincinnati. Yep. Um, and Coach Marrow was a coach at University of Toledo with my head coach in high school, Doug Downing. And he showed up at a practice one day, and he was like, "Hey, you want to play in Kentucky?" And I was like, uh, <laughs> "Yeah, I guess. <laughs> like, sure." Give him the finger yeah. point with the little pinky. And up. then you know, I came and visited and met Coach Slarman and everything, and I loved it. So yeah, here I am. What team did you want to play like for? If it was, we know it was Kentucky, but what team was second? You know, it was okay. So this is a good story. So I always wanted like a Michigan State offer because when I was mm. in high school, 2016, right? Like 2014, 15, they were really playoff. good. And yeah. you would love the Spartans with your knowledge of history. <laughs> and <laughs> and so, the Spartans would help him defend his thesis. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I had always wanted that offer, and they never gave it to me or whatever. I got offered from Coach Marrow, and I ended up committing to Kentucky. Well, that summer, right, it was between my junior and senior year, my head coach was like, hey, like, you should just go to camps just because it would be good for you. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right. And, like, I didn't really realize that, like, going to a camp, I mean, I knew it meant you wanted to go school there, but, like, I didn't know it meant so much. Anyway, so I go to the Michigan State camp. I'm in the parking lot. Just pull up. I open the door. Uh-huh. I get a call. Vince Merrill. I was going to say, Vince Merrill's <laughs> on the roof with just, like, a test. <laughs> like a red I, dot on his What are you doing? I, yeah, I, I wait until you hear the story. I the phone, yeah. and he goes, what are you doing? And I'm like. Uh, well, actually, I'm at Michigan State. I was going to go to camp there. He goes, why are you doing that? <laughs> I'm like, well, like, Coach, like, Downing said it would be a good idea. Like, he goes, all right. Hangs up the phone. <laughs> and so, like, later I see him or, like, I come down to Kentucky. And, like, obviously I was still committed. And I come down and he's like, can't be doing that, man. <laughs> like, How did he know? I have no idea. I mean, I'm assuming he just has friends up there. Or right? he has, like, someone watching Because D'Antonio's a Youngstown guy, right? Is he? Yeah. And then uh, he coached at Youngstown State for a while. He okay. actually coached my uncle at Youngstown State. Wow. Yeah, how, far, how far is um, Sylvania from Youngstown? Uh, it's probably about three hours. Okay. Yeah. okay. Your uncle played at Youngstown? Yeah. What Youngstown position? Uh, offensive line. He just got two knees as well. Two new knees. So. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Feeling better, <laughs> I think. Um. Your family, so you've got John, yep. who is this one of the other smartest men in the history of the world. <laughs> is, he, um, is he like smart like Luke or smart like Lance? Uh, smart like Luke, okay. yeah. He's got the social skills to go with it. Oh, so um, how, was the, how was growing up with one of the smartest men in the world? And uh, what's, your, what's your motivation behind why you play when you were growing up? Um, so growing up with the quote smartest man in the world quote because uh, he will listen to this he <laughs> listens to it he actually asked why miles hasn't been replaced by aaron yet <laughs> so i agree with that um so i just want to say we started the show it was me max and miles and now all of a sudden it's just max aaron and uh luke so, yeah. so <laughs> pin, pin deep is evaporating right before our eyes no it was good he would just know stuff that like no one should know like, like just completely random i i couldn't just even random like, facts yeah, just like you'd be like, oh, it's a cool building. He'd be like, well, actually, like. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up. He'd be like, why yeah. do you know that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was good. And then why do I play? Uh, I definitely play for my family, but I know they wouldn't. They aren't the type to like, if I was like, hey, I don't want to play football anymore, they'd be like, okay, mm-hmm. like do whatever you want. Uh, I don't know. I play for myself. I play because I love man. it. I know. Selfish very man. selfish. Very yeah. selfish. He wants it all. Continue. Yeah, you play because you love it. Yeah, yeah, I love on. it. I play for myself. Yeah, and that gives you got great joy, obviously playing. Because I know you get a lot of joy out of like actually doing homework, which not many people <laughs> do. But you get like, what's more fun for you actually? Listening to a historic podcast, playing football, or doing homework? It's playing football. Yeah. If I could do okay. all three together, though, 
That would be that tough. would be really cool. Yeah, but I At don't think you can time? make that happen. Yeah. You do. You are now, really, aren't you? So you're living your dream life because you are listening to the podcast. You do homework <laughs> and you get to play football. Uh, so you really you want to be a college player for the rest of your life. I really do love college football, and that's why you know it's part of the reason I came back is I love to hear and I wanted to play with the fans in the stadium again. You know what I mean? I mean, last year was awful in terms of the stadiums and the fans, and it really sucked. So you came through, and you obviously underneath or behind guys like. Drake somewhat, uh, Logan, um, Bunchy, Stallings, um, those kind of guys. And you were always like that guy that was kind of first in. Then you got your starting spot maybe three years ago, two years ago when you and Mason were competing. Mm -hmm. Now you're like the leader and the anchor and, and now you've moved to the center position. How's that kind of transgressed for you and how are you finding being the now like the leader and the man? Um, so it definitely has been a bit of a journey and I've kind of had every single role right, on the offensive line of, like, the guy who didn't play, the guy who played a little bit, the guy who got a lot of time, and now the guy who's, like, you know, quote, leading it, right? Yeah. I thought you uh, meant, like, center tackle guard. You're like, <laughs> not the guy that didn't play, then the guy that did. <laughs> uh, so that's been interesting, and it's definitely helped me now that, you know, I'm kind of uh, the de facto leader, right, just because of how old I am. Uh, I don't really see myself. You asked Eli if I was a leader or a father figure. I definitely feel like I'm more of a father figure than a leader. <laughs> In what uh, way? I just feel like it's it's like just no, imparting you, your knowledge. Like you probably shouldn't do that. Like, <laughs> okay, example. Do you have an example? Like Quentin Wilson, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, and I don't know if he's gonna listen to this or not, but he is because he liked the tweet where uh, Eli got punched. <laughs> <laughs> like he he just will say stuff or like he'll be like, "Should I go out tonight?" And I'm like, "You probably shouldn't." Yeah, do it's that. Friday night before the game. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't know. I, I I probably wouldn't, right? And he's like, all right, thanks for the input, but, like, I'm probably going to go do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wake up the next morning from a snap with a Snapchat from him. You know what I mean? So yeah. He snapped um, you at 2 a.m.? Maybe. <laughs> what, what about, because I'm sure there's a lot of humor shit, what kind of serious advice have you had for the guys and what have you learned over your time at Kentucky with, like, you're like, this is important that they need to know? Hmm, serious advice. Uh, I'd say the only thing that I said that was serious and everyone made fun of me for saying it, but was just the fact that like, <laughs> I didn't realize how much, how great it was that like we get to have like a fall camp, right? Cause for five years or four years, you're like, this is awful, right? I have to practice every single day. <laughs> well, for me, Miles, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like hot as can be outside. And then when I had like that time in between last year and now, of like, oh, I have to like grow up, right? It's like, okay, or I come back and get to have like a fall camp again. Mm -hmm. Like that's cool. You know what I mean? 100%. So just like saying that before fall camp started, and I'm sure none of them listened and were like, yeah, this sucks. Yeah, you know what I mean? But I think that's probably the only serious thing I've really said to them. And COVID kind of had an impact on that too, right? When it was kind of somewhat taken away from mm -hmm. us, it was like, well, I get a greater appreciation for how cool this actually is because sometimes you – when you're living and going through life, you make the mistake of like, oh, I deserve this and like this should be, this is just how it works. And then COVID came in and it's like, wow, we don't have the fans, we don't get to practice. All of a sudden, like we weren't even really allowed to talk in the locker room. Like we had yeah. those 15 minute yeah. time slots to get in, shower and get out. That's yeah. why I didn't wash my hair because we had to be in and out <laughs> so quick. And like you get that greater appreciation of playing, right? Yeah, and the one thing Drake said that I really liked was he always talked about, we always are in such a hurry to get to the next part of our life. Right, yeah. we're always like if it's the spring, the off season, we're him, always in a hurry. It's the next meal, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're always in a hurry to get to the summer, and then when the summer hits, we're always in a hurry to already have the season on us. 
And then by the end of the season, you're like, okay, I can't wait to get a break and have the offseason again. And you just do that for four years, and the next thing you know, so, you know you're done with it. Yeah. Um, you're on the – are you on or are you um, in the running for FCA good person's people of the week? <laughs> what is it? You made the, the team last year, The right? AFCA good works team, yeah. Are you not on it this year? No, no, no. So Horsey won it this year. Oh, wow. How's the tension with that then? Well, it's, it was, there was no tension until he won $30,000 to go with it. Yeah. <laughs> now that's just – So, yeah. For, and and, grand? and, yeah. and oh, not yeah, that yeah. I did it for the money, right? Right. Because I didn't know there was money involved. But – but <laughs> well, yeah. well, you so, better believe the young guys now are like out doing community yeah. Yeah, everywhere, yeah, yeah. right? Now that everyone's just yeah. like all of a sudden a good person when you're a good person when you weren't getting paid to do it. That's right. Um, what are the stuff that you do throughout the, the community um, and you've done over your period of time? Uh, I'd say just most of the stuff I've done has been at the hospital. And they definitely give me way more credit than I deserve because, you know, they did, I did the whole thing with the cart and the kids going on the catwalk and – you know, I was a part of it, but, like, Toyota built it. There were, like, five other students who were part of it. You know, I did a little bit of it, but you know, I didn't do much. And you but. didn't do a great job, to be honest, because when I tried to push that car... <laughs> it was very it hard was to push. So it was so hard to steer. It was so hard, And yeah. I, I, it was embarrassing for me, because I'm not the strongest person in the world, and when I had to do it, Courtney Love pretty much just took over because I couldn't even push <laughs> yeah. the cart because yeah. it was the brake the they brake fixed was on. It now. They fixed the brake. Yeah, because you did it, like, one of the first games of the season. Yeah, yeah it was very hard. But yeah, thankfully they fixed it now. Um, the stuff that you do with the hospital, uh, what exactly do you do? Because I know, but tell everyone what you do. <laughs> uh, so Max and I would well, go into I'll, the hospital together, and we like just go. I like this question from him, leading himself. No, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, okay, I'll, put, I'll put it out there. I, I'm, I'm always willing to do this stuff and able. I just don't really like. I don't know. It just doesn't come natural to think of it for me. Whereas Luke always thinks, and like honestly, the half the reason why. I was always there was I'd get a message from Luke going like, hey, yep. man, remember we got this on? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I almost forgot. I was busy playing PlayStation with Tristan Yeomans or something like yep. that. So it was nice of, to have Luke there. And so we would just go into the hospital and any patient who, you know, wanted to talk to some football players, would we'd pop in and say hello. And, you know, sometimes they didn't really want to talk. They just wanted to talk to someone other than a doctor or a nurse. So we'd pop in and say what's up. It was it was. Uh, tell you what you could do better. Yeah, and they were, like, they were like, yeah, we watched the game last yeah. week, and <laughs> please don't come back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're like, going Here's in for a good work. They're like, you all suck. <laughs> what are you doing? Here's the thing, though, and for people that, like, it, normally the stuff that they put out is the real fun stuff. Like, oh, you're throwing a ball in the hospital room with the kids and making them smile, and that is great, right? But there's also, like, and uh, you're smiling, but this is actually serious. The, some of the people, though, it's, it's really hard to do that stuff when it's – then you're, like – find out that oh this person is terminally ill or this person this kid is like really really sick and it's like damn like this kind of hits you real hard doesn't it and I know that you've gone through some of the people like for example me and you went and saw and you'd have to remind me and this what makes you feel like a terrible person the golf the golfer Colin yeah yeah Yeah. so we went and saw him um, and we've seen many kids that we've gone in there and it's like wow like that you walk out of there and you're like oh what what was the you know what's yeah, the it's like damn yeah can you expand on that yeah it's definitely like half and a half like half the time it's just like a little kid who like broke their arm and you know they're going to be fine in a couple of days and they're going to leave soon and and then the other half of the time it's people who like never get to leave and that just like hits you pretty hard and it makes you appreciate you know the fact that you get to walk out of the hospital and you know, go to football practice, right, or go, like, do homework, you know, which I yeah. love and whatnot. But, uh, <laughs> but some of those people, I mean, they never get to leave that hospital, and it's just – it hits you pretty hard, yeah. What and got you, you started on doing that? 
Uh, so CJ did it before, you know, like our first, yeah. my first year there, your like third year there, or whatever. Fifth, somewhere <laughs> in there. Uh, and so that was always cool. And then when I did the thing with the cart, right, it was Freddie got involved and some people from Toyota. And then after that, I decided like, okay, I did this one thing with the cart, but it'd be really cool to like go visit the hospital and, you know, go to see him and whatnot. So. Well, Luke's playing this down, by the way, for the people that are listening. So not only has he done build a cart for the kids that get to... So for those that don't know what it is, and most people should be across it, you build a cart and a kid gets chosen each home game. They get pushed through and they get to do the catwalk. They get to lead the catwalk. It's an awesome idea and it's actually really, really cool. The kids absolutely love it. So he's not only done that, does the hospital visits, goes and sees all the kids. It's really tough stuff a lot of the time. Like you see some really... Sad things in there, and he go, turns up every week and, and does that. Then you've got a few people that you even kind of like. What's the little girl's name that you always hang out with and talk about? Ellie. And just people like that. Um, if there's ever, like, a Thanksgiving drive that needs to be done, Luke's always there if there's ever anything. So, congratulate. You do a good job with that. Thanks, Max. Well. Appreciate yeah, it. Well. This is, I didn't do it for the $30,000. <laughs> I did it for you to say that I'm pinna deep. I will say, though, for uh, – kind of sticking serious here for the people who i've known some people who have been in a, a uk children's hospital before and have had the interactions with you guys and just talking to them being friends with them knowing how much it meant to them is like so understated like you yeah it's obviously a good thing to do and it, ma- it makes everyone appreciate and feel good about it but at the end of the day the impact that you all make when you all go do that is just absolutely ridiculous like people you know, I know people who've turned into lifelong diehard UK football fans through that um, just because of the impact you all made. So it's sort of like you guys are building your own little family over there, and, and uh, people love it. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah, and it's really Courtney and Freddie Maggard were really the people who, like, put me on that track, you know what I mean, and kind of, like, got that started for me. And the thing about Courtney is Courtney actually won that Good Works team twice in his career. And didn't get a dollar. 30K twice. Yeah. <laughs> Did yeah. not get a dollar. Get a dollar. <laughs> I think it's cool, like, because Pascal, we're kind of the same deal. Neither one of you are from here, obviously, but you both given a lot back to the community. I think that's really cool that you all both do that. Let's stay with some uh, sad stuff for a little bit, oh, just God. for a couple minutes. Let's talk about Slamon because we never really got your – kind of synopsis. Okay. I know synopsis is not the right word, but uh, how hard was that with you guys going through that? Um, how much did the man mean to you? Yeah, I mean, he meant the world to me. It was really hard. Uh, the hardest part for me was I, I got injured in the Georgia game last year, right? Mm-hmm. And then we had a bye week, and then we played Vanderbilt, right? And in the Vanderbilt week, he died, right? Yep. And so I originally wasn't going to play that week. Yeah. But I was like, I have to go out there, yep. right? Yeah. And just first play, just absolutely screaming pain in my ankle. And I was like, I had That's to, like, right. yeah, yeah, get yeah, off yeah, the yeah, field. Yeah. But I was just glad I could be out there. You know, we left the spot open from whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the th- worst part about it, really, is that he would hate all of it. Yeah. Is he yeah. would be so angry that we, like, took a penalty for him. Yeah. <laughs> he'd be like, <laughs> he'd be like, what are you guys what doing? You <laughs> like, yeah. And he'd just be, you know, like, the fact that he has a massive banner on the stadium and whatnot. He would just hate it. He would hate every second of it. But deserving. Yeah, yeah, of course. And that's just, like, the most ironic part for me. Yeah, that's true, actually. You know. Um, Okay, if we step away from the sad stuff, Coach Stoops. Incredible. Can you give us a story or something? Can you give us some sort? Because the people love hearing the Coach Stoops. I actually want to know more about Burn the Ships (laughs) because you told us about Burn the Ships. I want to know almost, like, word for word, like, 
How many times, if it was a drinking game, how drunk would we have been off of Brian Three shots. Ships? We would have taken three shots. Okay. <laughs> okay, throughout his whole – and his speech was like – I mean, it was like four minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's just going on about no rope and, like, you know, we're here to win and, like, do they get to play us and, like, all this stuff. And, like, every so often he'd, like, get stuck and be like, burn the ships. And <laughs> then, like, pick it up and burn the ships. If you had have left the locker room and either – the buses were burnt down to the ground or the plane was burnt to the ground when you got to tarmac, would have you been like, oh, at least we followed through or would have been disappointing? No, I would have been like, finally, he's like, he said something, you know what I mean? And he actually went all the way through with it. He didn't, he didn't take any shortcuts. We play it off because Max and I will ask Eli, because we see him obviously quite a bit when I'm here, give us something from Stoops this week, give us a quote or something. We need to, you know, give the listener something. That's not why we ask. We just want to know. Yeah, we I really love him yeah. so I'm much also and curious. all his stories are so good. What yeah. is your favorite quote? Yep. My favorite quote? Yeah. I think my favorite quote isn't it this, the funny one. It's is it if Okay, now I can't. Okay, now I'm like frozen. No, no, no. no. If it was easy, everyone would do it. Yes. I think that's my favorite quote. He clarified the um the red room too, which is not the red room. It's yeah, the it's the gray room. room apparently. But you guys thought it was red room and he says red room, right? I'm pretty sure there's a gray room and a red room, but I so there's two. <laughs> so he was getting confused with which room he was in, and I can I know what the red room might actually be, and I definitely know what the gray room is supposed to be. <laughs> red light kind of room. I can see where he got confused a little bit. So that's because I was here for that talk. It was from um, I can't even remember. You were I mean you got Miles was here too for that talk. Which one? The one about the gray room from who's the, the quarterback? Uh, no, no, it was, it was oh, the, uh, the Marshall uh, Pennington. Sh- yeah, Chad, Chad Pennington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chad you were here. We were here yeah, for that. I yeah. was here for that. Um, we have to ask, as we ask every single time, least favorite O-lineman. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we'll get back-to-back weeks with this. Because Eli guy. said – everyone said you so far, which <laughs> I don't know why there's so much hate for you, but literally least everyone said you. favorite O-lineman. Like, define favorite. Like, don't want to see – Okay, who would, football, you, who would you not want to be stuck with, with in a room for a week? Who doesn't get invited to Malone's? No, they all get involved. <laughs> Who would you not want it like if you were made to live with them for a week? Dotson. Okay. But I love Dotson, but I would not want to live with him for a week. Okay. Who would you least want to, you know, go to a bar and have a beer with? Least? Yes. And it um, could be because they just wouldn't pay. Or just because they're they're like corny at the bar too. I think it'd be horsey. <laughs> I'd really like horsey, but I would not want to go to the bar with him. And he wouldn't want to go to the bar with me either. So we're like on the same page, you know what I mean? Who's that. a foxhole guy on the team? Not a lineman. It could be anyone. Foxhole guy on the team? you want this guy on your side, if you're stuck in the depths of hell and you need out. Um, Quentin Wilson. Ride or die? Ride or die. And then closely behind that is Will Levis. Yep. Just Ooh. because. But I hear he doesn't return your text. I think he's got a little bit of, like, psycho in his eye. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's like, got, like, he would do whatever he needed to do. That's what I'm saying. Like, yep. I think, like, if it came down to, like, what's the scary movie where they saw their arm off? Source. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Is no, no, no. <laughs> no, isn't there? No, there's like a you know, the, the scary movies, like the parody <laughs> scary movies. Oh, the, the yeah, oh, scary movie. And I'm pretty sure there's one where like I think it's Shaq or something. Yeah, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. But like Will, yeah, I, I 100% convinced he'd do it. Yeah. Um, but you guys are not seeing eye to eye on the group project at the moment. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh huh. Oh, so now you can, <laughs> no, no, I don't know. What you text me and yeah. said, and I quote, Will refuses to respond to me when I try and do group projects that we've got going on at the moment. That's our QB1. We're Focus about football. We're not in class together. Do you want me to read the text? Yeah, go find okay, the text. No, find no, no. Find the text. Like, this is a dream or something. Yeah. <laughs> For those, we're not in group yeah. projects. I don't know what you're talking about. 
those listening, Max has pulled out his phone. It might be a while for him to find Get this text message. Get off Tinder. Get off of Tinder. <laughs> uh-huh. Could have swiped right on her. That's a lot of right swipes. I know. Do um, you have the premium package for Tinder? <laughs> Left on that one. Just super likes everybody. Okay, I'll leave out some of the expletives. <laughs> can, can, re- can I read it? Do you it? want me to read can it? Can I read it? No, read it in your most like historical podcast voice, Luke. Yeah, I didn't say group project. That does yes, not say group project. You did because it said read it word for word. No, I <laughs> no, can't. I would, I don't think <laughs> it was in there. No, because I called you and you told me. Yeah. Okay, it. we didn't have a group project. Yeah. No, you're right. He definitely picks. I'm sure he has a lot of people he has to text. That's all it is. Uh, okay, okay, we'll okay, leave it at that. But either way, he's yeah. my second foxhole guy. Okay. okay. All right. All right. And, I mean, he has his hand between my legs like every single day. <laughs> you like having Multiple his hand times between a day. your legs? I didn't say that, but I feel like there's a bond that comes with that. You yeah, know what I mean? I think so. Is. And his, like, he definitely does a better job than like Bo does, for instance. So do you like that better so than the shotgun? Are you, well, I was going to say, <laughs> are you happy that you've become the center in the year that we start going under center? I mean, it definitely is like – a nice, like, hey, I can do this. <laughs> I can shotgun snap and under center snap. I know that's not what you wanted for that question, but. The first time you did that, like under center, was it a little weird? Like in your life, I don't know. So <laughs> I, I would just feel weird the first time. It'd no, so it's only weird. So, like, when you wear, like, football pants, right? Yep. It's not as weird. When you wear shorts on a day that you don't <laughs> wear pants, it's like more weird. Like a 90-degree day. You know what I mean? Oh, well, yeah. there's, like a, there's a center. I think he plays for the Niners. I can't remember his name. But, like, he would have to stuff towels in his pants because oh, he sweats so much. That's the guy for um, uh, the Bucks, right Is there. it the Bucks? Towels the Bucks. Yep. Yeah, because he sweats so much, and the oh. QBs are like, no, I'm can't do it. Because like, the ball, like, I, my hands get wet, the ball gets wet. And so, it, like, they would literally – one of them had to, like, change pants between every period, like, in his NFL practice. <laughs> I've got two more, and then we'll let you go because we are going to Texas State Brazil mm-hmm. after this, and I know you're super yep. excited. I just want to say, everyone here dressed jeans, navy pants, Max swimming trunks. <laughs> Actually swimming trunks. <laughs> Actual, like, I mean, very cold well, they're, they've got, got a bit of flex in them for Texas State Brazil, mm. which is super important, as you would know. All right, one, how do you sleep at night, and do you feel bad at all about the fact when we were in COVID, and I live with you, for the people that are listening, we lived together for a long time, um, that you would just blatantly cheat at cards. <laughs> cheat at cards. I would never cheat at cards. Now, Emma cheat would and cheat. and just did the biggest Emma dick moves cheat. of all time. Emma would cheat. She cheated multiple times at cards. So, okay. Emma, Emma gets brought up a little bit. <laughs> true or not true, Emma didn't know. What was it? She didn't know that all the diamonds were red. <laughs> what? When we were playing cards. True or not true? I think it was the cl- I thought it was the clubs she messed up. Clubs, or, yeah. She didn't know they were all black. She, like, didn't know there – it was something wild about – she didn't realize that there were, like, 13 of them or, like, they didn't know that she, they were the same. I don't know. It was something wild. I actually had to kick her out of her apartment one time. My <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I was getting yeah. to. So We actually got in a massive fight we played, over a game. We were playing spa- – no, I think was, we were playing spades. It was a song game. No, it was a song game. Yeah, so song game, she got kicked out of the house. But also, when we were playing cards, it, they literally got into an argument, and Emma actually got a little bit emotional about it. Because we started laughing because she didn't know all clubs were black or something. <laughs> and I just could not believe it. When we, um, well, you can't believe – I'm sorry, Miles. You can't believe it because she's good at it. She was, and she's good she, at like, the game. She, like, wins. Yes. And yes. then she's like, they're all black? And yeah. Like, what? yeah. How yeah. do you not know that? Yeah. yeah. When, um, she was when good my, at sorry, too. <laughs> my grandma, when they used to play cards growing up on my mom's side, in their house, the door they would play at was glass. So you could just see – like reflecting off, yeah. and they would always have her chair there like they made kind of a thing. They could just see her cards all day <laughs> growing up, and she never knew. 
<laughs> What's your all's uh, card game of choice? Spades. We played a fair bit. Spades. You ever played Rook? Well, Rook's here's good. something. I know during nothing COVID, about poker, by During the way, COVID, so. we actually got to the point because he's so – he loves his history. He loves Italy. He loves Rome. He loves all that. We actually started playing Italian cards, and that's actually true. Unreal. And your family's Italian, and Emma's family's Italian. Correct. Right? So we had an yeah. Italian gathering, and we just felt more at home to play Italian yeah. cards. What and was that, Scopa? What does that like mean? Actual, so there's an actual deck of cards that is Italian, not just – it's not like six of clubs – it's right, like, right. It's like different. There's different um, suits and numbers and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you play the same games? No. So you play Italian card games too. Yeah. So we'd started playing those. Are so. you a checkers or chess guy? Chess. Yeah. So I you don't like that. the checkerboards? Oh, you mean on the on the uniforms? No, I like the checkerboards. I know it's not. It's a hot take. For that's a, one for that, like fifteen. Wow. For a non-Kentucky person, that's right? So that's a, the other such thing. Such a nerd answer too. Yeah. He likes chess. I like the yeah. checkerboards. Now, do I think? I will say, Am I excited to get I new jerseys for UK? Yes. Whatever. I think the checkerboards on the football jerseys are, are nice. way better yeah. than the basketball jerseys. Yes. So you're in tune with, like, we all know that they suck on the basketball The basketball jerseys, jerseys don't look great with the checkerboard. Correct. All right. Last question, then we'll let you go. I have one more, too. Okay. <laughs> two more questions. Yep. Two questions. This is the last one. Yo, so so we, took, we mentioned last week, last week on the show when we were talking to Eli about how you don't watch much film because you're always playing COD when right, you were in the right. house with me. Um, who is – the worst person to have on your team in COD for playing-wise and then with you as well for just their conversational skills over the headset? Because I know maybe Tristan Yeomans is your favourite for conversation, but he's probably not the best when it actually comes to playing um, the game. So the worst COD player to play with? Chris Rodriguez is not good at COD. <laughs> and he plays so much Call of Duty. He's always on. He always invites us. And it's just like, You have no, to make an no, excuse to not do yep, it. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. sorry, Chris. Um, love you, but you're not going to call of duty. Have you ever kicked him out of the party? No, we've never kicked him out of the party. Oh, man. No, can't do that. You should. Um, cause he, Zach Johnson, you know who he has kicked out of a party, though? Who? Lance. They actually kicked Lance out of their party one time. Party. Yeah, I did feel really How, bad. How'd you do it? Was it the, was it the whole, like, because this happened to me once and it just demoralized me in high school. <laughs> it was like, hey, Brent, what do you do to do a soccer ball? And I was like, not even thinking. I was like, kick it. Boom. I was gone. No, <laughs> we just, I think we just kicked him and we just didn't say anything. And we we don't talk to Lance enough, so it was Logan so takes it too serious. That's the real well. That's reason. true. Yeah. That is very true. Logan does take it too seriously. So Zach Johnson is like super good at Call of Duty, right? Okay. Chris is awful. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Who's Tyrell? the worst? On, who's the worst on the headset? Tyrell, not good. Not um, good on, on the headset or no, no not good at playing. Okay. <laughs> the worst on the headset. Oh, jeez. Like, at communicating, yes. like in the game. Oof. Well, it might be Tristan. Okay, can I throw out a, a maybe an, an option? Because I know okay. that he just seems to go mute. Because I've never played before, but I know so much about the COD from just listening to you guys. Grant just doesn't speak ever, right? Grant no, McKinnis, Grant, the punter from Missouri. No, Grant does not speak ever. Correct. So you'll play COD, which is based on communication, and he just goes silent for like 40 minutes. Correct. Well, isn't that like Warzone or Fortnite? Or is it or is It, it would Warzone. be Warzone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you really do got to talk about I think he's on there. mute, and he just like no one ever told him. Uh, he actually thinks Who knows talking. what Grant would be doing? Wait, um, PlayStation or Xbox? What's your last question? It's about you. Okay. Right, let's hear it. What's he like as a roommate? You lived with him for a long time. I would never do that. But. Well, first off, he doesn't wash his hair. Like we That's, that I mean, he's today. stinky to start with. Okay, a couple things, right? Yep. In general, he's a good roommate. Okay, we'll start with In that. In general, but, there's some butts coming but, out, sure. I feel like we're about to go downhill. Yeah. He talks so much crap about how much food offensive linemen eat. He eats. He's always like, oh, 
You guys want to order a pizza or something? A oh, pizza. Sorry, he I'm says a pizza. He said, literally, he we're says about a to pizza. go to Texas Day Brazil and get unlimited food because yeah. it's all you can eat. Yeah. On the way here, he's like, can we stop by Wendy's? Yeah, and then, he'll be like, and then he'll be like, oh, look how fast the offense line made that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The amount of time I've been over and, like, sir, pizza is sitting on the table, either when I get there or by the time I leave, I think it's literally ten times out of ten. Yeah. Like, it always happens. Yeah. And the best thing about Max and Mason is they always complain about each other. Right? <laughs> so, like, <laughs> you get off the phone with Max complaining about, like, Mason working, right? Because he was – so he'd work, Oh, right? wow. That was a tough couple months. In his room, right? Yeah. But he would just, like, pace up and down the hallway talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. And so Max's room was right in the hallway. And so he'd just wake up to it. And then, like, I'd get off the phone with Max, and Mason would call and be like, Max just sleeps all the time. Do you think he's <laughs> he ever going to get up? A lot. <laughs> well, that's why I guess that's why Miles, whenever he takes a phone call, he always steps outside. I go outside. I pace when I talk on the and phone. And Max and I have always, or maybe just me, but I've kind of been like, Miles always like, is he like forming like a top no, secret plan like right now? Thing, no. And it's just like you know that Max doesn't like it when you pace. He doesn't. He we just talked about that. that. No, we just talked about how I was talking about. I thought it was Mason, Mason. would pace. Oh. I yeah, Mason that, would pace. I assume yeah, that Mason would apply to pace. everyone. Yeah, yeah. Like if one it's person not a paces. Mason hate, it's a pacing and in general. The, and then one more complaint about Max yep. is hey, you have hey to drink coming. every single night. <laughs> 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 There's never a sober night. You can't just be sober oh one night. Well, that's actually nice. true because yeah, mom's, mom's definitely listening to this while she's doing her gardening too. So, Mom, no, I don't have a drinking problem. But <laughs> um, I, do, I do miss my good buddy Sawyer Smith for that reason because yeah. he would always be the one and he's left and now I kind of feel like I'm just going about it myself. It'd be like Thursday night before a big game and he'd be like, you want to get a bottle of wine? You want to you get a bottle of wine or, or maybe we could go out after? <laughs> like, uh, no, probably not. And he's like, all right. That's yeah, and then like it like, was my fault for like not yeah. wanting to go. And then it would be like, well, Soy's going to do it with me, so I'll just go to Soy's place. Do you do like your fatherly talk with Quentin? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You probably shouldn't do that, but. Oh, man. All this right. is two straight episodes where we've just dunked on Max. I yeah. kind of feel bad for him. That's fine. No, that's fine. I mean, I'm happily, I'm happy to admit all those things, and then they're not faults, if you ask me. Oh, also, I have some things to correct real quick. Ooh. Okay. Wow. So, Eli, right? I okay. listened to his thing right did a great Good job listening, Eli yeah. hard worker yeah, deserves everything he's received but okay but, but okay downhill again yeah, here we go the fumble he recovered right yep oh the touchdown yes yep. yes was it not his no the reason it was a fumble is because the guy he was supposed to be blocking <laughs> caused the fumble. Oh, yeah. oh okay. That's so selfish. it was just so good right yeah. and like I'm so happy for him because he's done so well but it was so good because we walked in the film room and Wolford was like Eli, like, I know you're, like, a hero in Nicholasville right now, <laughs> but if you would just block this guy, it wouldn't matter. Is that, like, okay. a play call, then? Like, miss the guy yeah, get the to fumble. fumble to get it back? Yeah, It's like an advanced fumble ruski. <laughs> yes. I also saw we tweeted at Eli today. He posted his uh, sponsored Just the Wings. Wings. Yeah, they've all been doing it at 10 a.m. They're doing it at 10 a.m. I have no idea what they're doing. Make like, any do, sense. do you have any more amendments for us? Or is no, that I just think that's that, the one? I think they had another one, but it's all right. Hey, well, oh, thanks for coming on, man. It's yeah, good to thanks see you. I don't, I don't yeah. see you as much anymore. I know, it sucks. Together, yeah, so don't get drunk you. enough. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Luke, next time I see you, you'll probably be taking over my spot. Or the NFL. Next time you see him, you'll be running out at Mississippi State like he's got basketballs under his arms. He's been running like this the whole year because he's so jacked at the moment <laughs> all right luke thanks for coming on yeah thanks guys appreciate it great. well guys having luke on was was great i'm sure he'll listen back and think he was great too yeah i'm sure uh john fortin is listening right now yep. so hello to john uh yep. yeah it was good it's good to have luke on like i said i 
haven't had too many opportunities to chat to him a whole lot because he's been busy uh, winning football games. And so it's cool. good to have him on the couch. Yeah, I'm just going to keep looking over my shoulder now because I know that he's coming from my spot. I just want to know, like, from his girlfriend's perspective, how she's feeling with how big he is at the moment. Because I keep saying it, but I can't get over how, how like, Pause. he is just an absolute animal at the moment. And when he runs out there, when he ran out there for the first game, I didn't genuinely know who it was. And I think the, the elbow sleeves have yep. a bit to do with it because they keep the blood in his biceps. But his biceps are like his thighs. I wonder if he can put, like, we talked about the, the eye black for making him look more badass. I wonder if he could put, like, maybe pin it deep across his face. Yeah, but he'd face. be the type of guy that would put eye black on and it would be, like, all the numbers of pi. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Well, it's and never it, ending. Pint it, and, yeah, but he, he would not. He, I, I bet out. we should have asked him. He probably knows about at least 15 to 20 of the numbers of I pie. like that we're yeah. doing like a third person, what Luke would do when he's still sitting here. But no, it's good. And uh, yeah, for all the listeners, um, he, he does a great job with all the community stuff. And he very rarely, although he gets a few pats on the back, he doesn't get as many pats on the back as he should. So. Mm. Uh, great person throughout the community, and he's doing great things on the field too, which has uh, been huge for us. Yep, pretty awesome. Except he missed that block for Chris Rodriguez. We would have had a touchdown, but that's yeah, all right. We'll true. forgive him for that. Yeah, sounds like you didn't just miss. I think he just he was like whiffed. he was like a bull running through a red cape. <laughs> just absolutely whiffed. I like I like having guys like uh, Luke. Luke is the first ever recurring guest on Pinadiva. Correct. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah he he's an all-time episode. guest leader. Yes. Yes, he on is. Episodes. Yeah, we might have to start digging back into the bag because DeAndre can't see his phone yeah, to text you right. back. To got a text from Coach Sumrall saying he is dying to be on, so there's Sweet. another coach waiting to be on. So that was his words, dying to dying be on? Man. Can't wait. Yep. Wow. Yeah. That could be fun. Yep. Well, let's go ahead and look ahead to uh, Mississippi State. We had fun with Luke, and we're going to kick him out to talk about this, but the bye week yep. is over. It's yep. time to turn the page. No more BYE. Nope. Kentucky – We'll head down to Starkville. We talked about this a little bit with Luke, but Kentucky opened as two-point underdogs. It has now been bet up to Kentucky being one-point favorites. I felt like that would get bet to a pick but the fact that it's already swung three points, I wouldn't be surprised if it got up to Kentucky four, which is what I thought it would have been to start the week. But, um, you know, looking at, looking at Mississippi State, I know you see four and three, and you're like, oh, well, you know, it's Mississippi State. And I can't harp on this enough. Going down and beating them in Starkville is still a bugaboo for Kentucky. You can make the case it's going to be their toughest atmosphere all year. 7.30, cowbells are going. Kentucky's a ranked team. Yep. You know We're going to take over Louisville and, and Vanderbilt, and we already played at South Carolina. I think this is going to be the, the biggest road test for Kentucky. This I mean, year. I don't mean to me, but they played at Georgia. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did, but I think <laughs> that like, – no, Biggest road test of the year at the number one team in the country would be a test, I would think. Not the, the atmosphere. I got you. Because I, I think you. the people at Georgia oh, are it wasn't like, loud enough for you at Georgia, Brent? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I agree. Yep. I, I just have great confidence in us because, one, how we dismantled them with the six picks last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, their offense plays into our coach's defensive philosophy perfectly. They'll leave everything in front. Yeah, leave it. And they just try and beat us through the air. And we can drop eight. And we dropped eight with great success. And, I, and the fact that I can say drop eight and know what I mean is unbelievable. Proud of you. Um, so we drop eight, and like that's that has great success against that. Um, I think our offense is starting to click better and better every single game. Yep. Will Levis is like starting to look like a first round draft pick quarterback, style quarterback. 
Um, he played lights out against Georgia. If he plays so, well this week, he will genuinely have draft buzz. I think Josh Ali coming back is huge for that Massive. too. Massive. And I'm not sure if he is or not. Uh, guest on the couch, can you give us a thumbs up or thumbs down? Or you don't know? Oh, you are not listening to He's me. Is Josh, to is Josh Ali back this week? Uh, we're uh-huh. not sure. So we're yeah, just going to say, okay. we're going to say yes. We're going to hope so. But uh, it'd be great to have him back. I just think it, I think the way they play suits us. And I'm really confident that the guys are not going to be held back by, you know, the letdown of Georgia because the bye week came at the perfect time. Bye week was really good timing. I'm a little bit worried about Mississippi State's defense. I think it's actually pretty good. I think we got, like you said last year, the drop eight. I still don't understand from an offensive mind why you wouldn't run. Mm-hmm. There, but I'd Leach just sticks to what he wants to do. Yeah, but yeah, it, I think look, Miss- if he's not going to run with Kylan Hill, he's not. Yeah, gonna he's run never going to run. Um, I think Mississippi State defensively will be good enough to give us a good game. Atmosphere will be rocking, just like always is on the road. I think how he starts going to be huge. Yeah. and then if we can get up, because I feel like last year we got up on him quick and it was done. If we can do the same thing this year, that'll be good. Yeah, I think it'll be huge. And like I said, you got Tennessee looking on the back end, and you never want to look ahead. But this is still, I think, a tough spot for Kentucky. I think they, I still feel confident throwing money on Kentucky minus one, minus four. Um, but like I said, I, I don't think it can be – you cannot overestimate a team like Mississippi State when you haven't won there since 2008. I mean, I, I don't know if – yeah, and you're right. I don't think uh, anyone would really be using the word underestimate. I just think that we've got a really good confidence about us and the team at the moment. Agreed. From the outside looking in, I think as fans as well, we've started to build that confidence. Um, and it's been uh, – I mean, the confidence is because of the actions we've been putting out in the field. So it's not just blind confidence. We've sure. done really well. So I just have a great confidence in this team that they can go down to a place like that and get it done. Um, now, like you said, the Tennessee game is going to be tough, but we'll deal that with that when looming. we come to that it. That one is so. looming. Tennessee didn't look terrible against yeah. Bama in um, the first half. So but it, it, super important as well, can I add, for the playoff chances that we are mm. getting closer and closer to being a yeah. realistic chance, that we absolutely, and you can beat this, beat the <laughs> out of them. <laughs> so make sure you beat that. But um, absolutely beat the shit out of them. I yes. just want to say we. this is the first time I think since we started this where we had like a clean first two segments where I didn't have to edit anything out. <laughs> that nice? And to make things harder on me, you just thanks. Yeah, thanks. thanks. <laughs> um, but yes, I, I, I would think like we got to, if we can win by 21, like we're going to be a top eight team next week. What did you all think about Starkville when you all went? It's a terrible place. I'd start there. Yeah. I don't untr- like if you go for recruiting for football, fine. Um, I don't know why anyone would just want to go to school there. It makes no sense to me. See, because I only went one time. I believe it was the only time Max went to because I was working for the news station at the time. It was like 2019. Hot. Very it hot. Was, it, it was warm. It was, so, it was a scorcher. Yeah. The place, the cowbells, I didn't think it was that bad. You guys. It uh, is loud. Yeah, you guys. What it's did you guys rocking. think about the cowbells? It's, uh, it was kind of loud. It was just a disappointing day that day because we got smacked in all areas. Yep. Um, it's, Mississippi State's kind of one of those teams where it's like, uh, this is going to sound weird, but like, I never even think about it till Mississippi State Week. Like, you Same. always look forward to, like, Florida, Tennessee, Louisville, like, Georgia. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, it's Mississippi State Week. Which but is weird still good, but every it, year. Yeah, they're still good. But it's just like, I didn't even, like, this is not a game that you, like, circle in the calendar ever. And, like, I don't, if you ask me who their quarterback was right now, which is terrible as I'm running a football podcast show, I wouldn't have a clue. I don't. I think they've started off with Will Rogers, Rogers. and I think they might have played KJ Costello a time or two. Is no, he even still there? No, he, no he, he like he's transferred, or he's in, no, he's in the NFL. Costello? He? Yeah, he's a backup somewhere. No chance. Or he's at least on a practice squad. All I know was Will Rogers. That's um, all I know. KJ Costello, I want to say, is like at the Rams or something. 
Free, he's a free agent? Okay, but he did – someone took him. Yeah. KJ huh. Costello. He's the one from Stanford that came in? Yeah, I guess. Wow. Well, I mean, like, the only time Mississippi State – and, oh, God, I hope I don't regret saying this, but the only time they've been relevant, really, is when they had Dak Prescott. And Mullen. Well, well they had – the Mullen, last time we played Prescott. him down there, they had the dude with the massive beard was the quarterback. It was like doing the flips over people oh, to try and get the first downs. I, remember, I forget yep. his name. Oh, he what was, was real his mobile. Name? He was real mobile. Oh, oh that's going to eat at me not knowing his name. name. Um, yeah, but while you guys stuff. think of that, um, that's going to—that's huge for our playoff chances that we win by two or three scores. Yep. There's some games that also we'll be interested in this weekend for people that are listening. Let's make sure we cheer against Ohio State because Penn State All beating the them would be huge. Yep. Um, Let's hope somehow Michigan State versus Michigan ends up with both teams losing. Yeah. Well, I mean, with nine overtimes, both teams I think both teams could consider that a loss. Yeah. So yeah. let's hope that that's a loss. Um, let's hope Oregon loses again. Let's hope Cincinnati gets beat. Um, so, so here's basically I've, I've been thinking about this at nauseum since the Georgia game. Cause wow. that's, I, I know as soon as that Georgia game was over, I kept talking to you about it, and you were like, oh, yeah, we just lost. It's yeah. whatever. But all, all that needs to happen for Kentucky to get in, Oklahoma literally needs to lose Which once. Which they almost did to Kansas, yeah. yeah. Cincinnati needs to lose yep. just once. Yeah. Well, the weekend put them in doubt a bit. Like, I think you can't – if they win another close game against a team that's terrible, they can't get in. Right, yeah. So, I think – well, Even if they win out. I think Oklahoma State can beat Oklahoma. The problem's yep. going to be with those But then is they're going to be undefeated. Whoever wins the oh, Big 12, oh, they lost. even yeah. if they have a loss, if they're 12-1 – and one, I think they're going to put them in over Kentucky. It's kind of cool. But, well, let's think about it, though. Like if Oklahoma loses to one loss Oklahoma State and Kentucky's loss is to the best team in the country. Yeah. I agree. But I, I just think they give the conference championships a value. It's, I don't agree with I it. don't think they do, though. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's neither here nor there. It's actually cool that uh, we, as Kentucky fans, get to watch all the other games and like actually have a vested interest in some of them mm-hmm. now. Whereas before, it just used to be like, oh – I really like Arkansas Pine Bluff, so I'm yeah. going to watch that game. Or I'm really like Rutgers Scarlet Knights because I love Greg Schiano, so I'm going to watch that game. Now it's like targeting certain games on the weekend of like, man, I hope that team loses. This is insane to say before the year, but looking now, if a Power 5 team goes undefeated and wins their conference championship, they're in, right? Yes. Yeah. Wake Forest. That's, that's, that's not This would be – I mean, Clemson's obviously not what they usually are. This could actually be the year they go 13-0. But and then they'll lose to they'll go twelve and zero and potentially lose to like Pitt. I don't even know if they're in the same division. Well, that's the like, thing. The only thing about that is is that any team that gives up fifty points to Army yeah. is not going to go through undefeated. So it's like everyone's thinking like it is a possibility, but it's just it's not. Like, it's not going to. I think. Wake I mean, Forest, I'd be prepared to bet you whatever you want. The Wake Forest to not go. Through. What are they right now? Are they seven and zero right now or eight and zero? Let me see. Their seven schedule. and zero. I could genuinely see them going eight and four. It feels like, and no offense to when you played on this team, Miles might be eight, no, no. and I think Luke uh, might have played on this team too. Five and one into five and seven. It's yeah. it's genuinely like the Kentucky teams where they started out like, oh, we're five and one. I think they did that two years in a row, yeah. and then just dropped every game on the back end. Like they have Duke next week. That's a win. The yeah. ACC is miserable. Yeah, it is. It's like playing in the OVC. That'd be and I don't crazy. think that even exists anymore. It, uh, Shout out to EKU. They moved, no, to the, the right? they moved to the ASUN, but when I went there, they were OVC. So. Um, we got anything else for this week's episode? Or well, we I thought we were it? still going to go through Wake Forest schedule. We had Duke. Oh, I have it if you want to. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's a gauntlet down the stretch. Shout out to our Wake Forest fans listening, yep. too. Yep. UNC. Yep. Lose. NC State. Lost. They lost to Clemson. They'll probably lose. At Clemson. And then Boston College. Like I said, genuinely 8-4. and They could actually. You're probably right. Yeah. So. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
I think Kentucky still got some good chance, and obviously we'll get more into the playoff talk the deeper we get into the season. But you can't have a playoff talk until Kentucky beats Mississippi State, and we're obviously going to do our Saturday prediction. But early thoughts. Um, Let's get a small prediction and get out of here. I know you guys are ready to eat some Texas Day Brazil. My prediction is that next Sunday we will be doing our show live from Tin Roof. There's Love it. my prediction. And then also – They I'll, can hook me up with a Nashville I'll hot just, sandwich. I'll give you a score. I think we absolutely dominate again. They barely score against us. I'll go – we win 31-10. Okay. Quickly on that, there's a Tin Roof in Nashville. Yeah. If we talk to the ownership, I don't even think it's the same people, but imagine doing a live one in Nashville for the Vandy game. Wow. Could be good. Well, I was going to say, no KSR does, does one there. We could do two. We could have one floor be Matt and the crew, and then we could do Penalty. Yeah, but we don't want to take away, from, we don't want to take away from all their fans, yeah. though, when they come up. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, you're going to have to – you might have to do two headsets because they like having you on the pregame now. Two mics. Uh, <laughs> Double-fisted, you think? <laughs> yep. Yeah. For the game, I think Stu has got them figured out. Their offense, I think it's same similar to last year. Um, I'll go like 27-10. Would you go? I said ten thirty one. You hate it. Thirty one ten. Okay, twenty seven ten. Yeah, like a comfortable three score win, never a doubt. And the cowbells are thrown out. I would have said early before ever talking to you guys. I'd have been like, I don't know, Mississippi State. I predicted Mississippi State to beat Kentucky early on in the year, but you guys have given me a confidence with the way like it feels like Kentucky's going to approach this game. I we'll revisit it again next week, but I think Kentucky probably walks out. 24-14. Okay. So, yeah. and it'll be a big atmosphere, too. And who knows? Me and Miles might just decide, and Brent might just decide to drive down to Stockville. Yeah, it. what? Like <laughs> again, dude, like, <laughs> can I please just edit this podcast peacefully for once? Jeez. Speaking of which, if we did go, would we even go to the game, or would we just experience the, the nightlife of Starkville? I just, I just, Is there a nightlife there? I don't know I if there would so. be. I kind of would want to go just to be like, what? Like, I bet you it's cool. I bet it's, it's just weird good. enough where it would yeah, be good. Because yeah. there's nothing else to do there. Yeah. I had no plans to go. but You know you there's not too many great places to drink, though, because Mike Leach is, like, just so lost at the moment. He was talking about um, Halloween, Halloween candy. candy. Yeah. Yeah. How far the dri- is the drive there? It's 14, 12, 14. Yeah. It sucks. To Starkville? It sucks. Wow. Okay. And there's, there's no way. And there's nothing. Okay, we're not going. I'm checking. I'll there's just put no the, way just put the line through it. Lexington to Starkville is 14 hours. Seven. No. Seven and a half hours to Starkville. Yes. Yeah, actually, I was thinking about Texas A&M. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Texas A&M. 14 is a, hours. Yeah, you I'll, can get to Miami almost in 14 hours. Think about it. I 17, d- I did it. Okay, yeah. Think about it. I drove to Texas A&M and back in a weekend to watch you miss a kick, so yeah. thanks. Oh, yeah, wow. I got on a plane to go down there and miss thanks. one, and they flew back. <laughs> yep. thanks. I'm just kidding. I feel bad whenever I bring that up. Okay, the Buccaneers are beating the Bears so bad. Yeah, Miles sees Kyle a Trask shrink. Is in the game. Miles sees a shrink three times a week to try and get over that kick, and you just and continually you just bring it up every yeah, you, you day. cut the wound back open and pour salt in there. I'm so sorry. I still enjoyed the trip down there. It's a Oh, okay. I did. It was good. <laughs> All right, we're done. Yep. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Go Cats. Traveling in a fighter combi On a hippie trail head full of zombies I met a strange lady She made me nervous She took me in and gave me breakfast she said, do you come from a land down under?